Welcome to our podcast, We're Not So Different. I'm Samira. And I'm Ali. We're two professionals having real conversations about our experiences at home, work, and out in the community. We tell our stories through the lens of our different backgrounds to just find out that we're not so different. In our podcast, we'll explore ways that we can improve engagement and bridge social gaps while trying to find the humor in it all. Check us out on social media at WNSDifferent or email us at WNSDifferent at gmail.com. Welcome to another episode of We're Not So Different. On this episode, we're going to talk about religion. And more to the point, we're going to get into how religion impacts people, how it impacts cultures, how it can affect the ego, the id, how it can be a dangerous tool sometimes, Mm -hmm. and yet a very uplifting tool. So there's a duality of religion that I think we want to focus on because it is very, it is, it is the double-edged sword. It is. It depending is. on depending on who you are, where you're from, and what your history is, right? Absolutely. It has saved lives. Correct. And it has also caused wars. Absolutely. Right? And it's all about the individuals within that faith mm-hmm. or whatever the religion is and the leaders of that faith and and what they're doing with it. Yeah. Right? So, you know, what brought us onto this conversation is, you know, with all of the things going on in the world right now, it's July 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Black Lives Matter movement that's been going on for a few weeks now, almost a month now, I think. Worldwide protests, people are just done with oppression. Yep. And trying to understand and dissect where supremacy comes from, yep. from whatever, whatever area you're from and in the United States and even in Europe, but we want to really kind of target white supremacy for people who aren't from this area. It can also look like white alignment, which is basically people of color like myself who were not dark skinned. Yeah. You know how we can kind of align ourselves with white culture, Western culture um, and, and benefit from that. And distance ourselves from people of color and the challenges and, and prejudices that they face. So that's kind of like where white alignment comes from, where we kind of just benefit from it and we'll kind of align with it. But at the end of the day, we're still people of color when it comes to it. So we yep. also need to, we also are aware of that as well. So when we're talking about supremacy and religion, and some of the things that I caution is someone who is an observer of people. I've always been the type of person to just kind of sit back and watch people and watch their behaviors and try to understand it. And, and to a point where it's almost, I'm, it's almost predictable what people are going to do, right? That's why we, that's why psychology and, and sociology and all of these different behavior studies or mind studies are so successful is because we are predictable people. People are primarily predictable. Um, if you pay attention to what's happening, so as someone who has always been in that and has gone through different stages of different faiths and being involved in different religions, Christianity, Islam, having Jewish friends and friends of other religions, I've always just kind of observed. And one thing that I've always noticed is that the distinction between being religious and spiritual. Yes. 
right? There's there's a big distinction. There's a big distinction, right? You can have somebody who is, uh, you know, practices their faith. Like, let's talk specifically about Judaism or or Islam because they have more structured practices that they mm-hmm. do with Judaism, with their kosher habits of, you know. The, how the meat is prepared and or slaughtered and how you wash and a lot of different rules about you know different prayers you say at different times islam has a lot of that not as strict as as judaism but it still does have a lot of those types of things as well where it's like if you go to the bathroom you say this prayer when you leave the bathroom you say that <laughs> right. prayer you when you before you pray you have to wash a certain way all of these different things that we have as well um so i'm just going to kind of use those as context Right. Because they're just a little bit more obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess in Christianity, you could say, you know, somebody who goes to Bible study, goes to church, yeah, you know, to yeah, that yeah. equivalent. Right. All have traditions. All have traditions. But yep. like I feel like Islam and Christianity, it's like daily stuff. Yeah, you get yeah. up at this time, you pray. This is what you do before you pray. This is what you wear when you go outside. This is what you eat. This is how you talk. This is, you know, yeah, this is who with you Judaism shake hands with. This is who you don't. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot more in your day to day life that you have to acknowledge. So what I've noticed is that, you know, you can have people who are very, they follow the rules and they, they do everything by the book and are spiritual people too. They mm-hmm. do it really because they love their creator and yep. they, they really love, they, they have that. Then you have people who do all of those things, but have no ounce of spirit. Yeah. Right. They're doing it because they're supposed to. They're doing it because they're told they have to. They're doing it because they think that this is what's going to get them into heaven. But in reality, they have a lot of darkness and negative, you know, hatred and arrogance and yeah. pride and, and whatever pettiness that goes on within them. And it's the same in Islam and you see it in the church and probably other religions as well. And then you have the group that's really just more spiritual. They don't follow any rules. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just, I, you know, like I, I, I think I kind of tend to fall into that group myself where it's like, I, be, I am Muslim. I do some of the things, but at the end of the day, I am definitely more about spirit than I am about the actual law yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the the thing that I do also see with people who are more religious versus spiritual is that there is a sense of there can be for most a sense of arrogance and a sense of like self-righteousness. Yeah. Like I'm yep. better than you. I have I have a secret that you don't know. Right. Or, and or this is the only way. Right. Or my the way I'm doing it is right and the way you're doing it is wrong. Yeah. Like I used to have people who would say like oh because i would wear my scarf pinned to the back instead of like wrapped around in front that you know i wasn't as pious as they were (laughs) right and then these were people who literally stayed home all day while i was out working and i lived in fresno it's a bit more conservative so i wasn't and it was right around 9 11 so i wasn't comfortable being like full on yeah like covered and whatnot and because like my neck was showing, I wasn't pious. And, but it's like, but I was, you know, working, I'm out there talking to people about Islam, breaking down stereotypes. Like the people were, felt comfortable asking me questions and, and yeah. sharing and whatnot. So it, it, it's things like that, that happen that people can, can be like, or, you know, judgments that you can place on people because I'm doing all the right things yeah. per their vision. Even though if you read the Quran, it says, blessed is he who goes forth 
versus the person who sits at home and prays all day, mm. right? So mm-hmm. the people who are out there yeah. in society contributing, doing things are actually revered more than someone who's just sitting at home and praying all day long, yeah. right? But they, they, you miss that, right? So when you have that type of behavior and then you have that given to people of power, so we can go all the way back to the times of like ancient churches and mm-hmm. in Europe, like the beginning of the church and how peasants were not allowed to learn how to read. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't, that was the way that they kept them down, kept them oppressed, kept control of them. Right. That's how the church and, and, and Kings were able to rule over them mm-hmm. was to be like, you can't read. This is what the Bible says. Correct. Right. And they even modified the Bible into different versions, uh, depending on who was at rule at the time and what benefited everyone at the time. And also, you know, celebrating different holidays, mm-hmm. you know, modifying the holidays to have like the, you know, what they called pagans or polytheists or Wiccan. It was or, a way to convince the pagans a, to come over. So they, they took on pagan holidays. Right, Christmas. Specifically, right. Christmas was one Easter of them. Easter was another one. Yeah. They took right? on the pagan holiday and kind of morphed them a little bit to say, okay, how do we get the pagans in? Right. And we have to provide them something familiar. Right. So the Christmas tree itself yep. is not a Christian symbol. No, it's not. Right. Jesus wasn't born in the winter. Yeah. Right. He was born in spring. But we don't celebrate his birthday in the in spring. We celebrate it in the winter. Why? Was it was to get more followers, yep. which equaled more control, which equaled more money for the church, which equaled more power. Yep. And then what happens is, is when you create a faith, whatever your faith is, I'm gonna use um, Christianity because as an example because I live in America, and that is the impacts of Christian colonization is more impacting my community here in America mm-hmm. as an American. So I'm going to put my American hat on. So when we talk about Christianity and you have this, and I, and I just want to say, I know not all Christians are like this and I have no beef with Christians in general, but for the sake of this conversation, when you have a faith that says that this is the only way, mm-hmm. the only way for you to, go to heaven and be close to your creator is through Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you have to believe that he died on a cross for your sins so that you can be cleansed of your sins. Mm -hmm. Whenever you have a belief that's so ingrained in that type of dogmatic faith, you alienate everyone else and you start to develop this self-righteous, I know better type attitude. Right. Mm. And then, Faithful people will take it as a, as a kind of like, I'm forcing this on you. I'm trying to convince you to be Christian because I really want to save you. I care about you. And it's like really authentic where I care about you. I want you to go to heaven. So therefore you have to believe this. Yeah. And then you have the other side where it's like, I'm arrogant. Like I'm better than you. I know better. You're going to do this and, and you're nothing. Like I watched this documentary called a free trip to Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, where it was kind of like a social experiment. Uh, so a, a man invite invited like seven or eight people, Americans of different, different beliefs. Some were Christian, some were Jewish. Most of them were xenophobic, except for like this, a couple of people. Mm-hmm. And so they were taken to Egypt and were asked to like live with 
Egyptians, like okay. different Egyptian families. And there was this Christian couple and they asked him before they put him into the family, you know, what does he love about his faith? And he just was like, you know, this overwhelming feeling of spirit and it just like takes over your body and it just brings me to tears. I love God so much. And he was sincere and authentic about his love for God. And they asked us like, well, do you believe that I can, if that I can have that as a non-Christian? Right. And he was like, no, no, right. <laughs> no because in yeah. order to have that relationship, you have to go through Christ yep. and you have to be cleansed of your sins. So yep. no. So he was actually housed with a, like a very Muslim family where the wife like wears a burqa, covers everything, everything except her eyes, everything yeah. except her eyes. And, you know, towards the, he struggled with that because he was so welcomed by this family. And they were so kind and loving and generous towards him. The things that his book teaches him to be. Absolutely. The thing that the Bible teaches folks to be, mm-hmm. both Old and New Testament yeah. alike. But it's interesting how they then move over and say, I expect everyone who, you know, it's kind of that the Jew Gentile, you know, sinner versus Christian sort of, right. sort of thing, sanctified versus not, where they expect that you were some kind of, not all of them, but there's this, this to your point, this this thought that you are less than, therefore you will act less yeah. than. It's the arrogance piece of it yeah. because I believe this is the only way. And let's be honest, like Christian is, is the new booty when it comes to religions, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's fairly new. It's not very, very old, right. right? It's not ancient, but it is very interesting that you say, I'm going to let you continue your story, yeah, but it's very interesting that you point that out that... Mm-hmm people will often see like, oh, oh, this is what I'm taught in my book. And if right. someone else does it, who doesn't believe the same faith? That, right. How is that possible? Right. Right. How, how are they so kind to me? How are they so nice to me? Where did they get? Right. I thought everyone that didn't believe in the Bible believed in the devil. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. right. It yeah. is. Anyways, Absolutely. go ahead. Absolutely. And it was, it, it was interesting to watch. It was a very short documentary. I would have liked to have seen more of like him sharing and them to kind of tap into that a little bit more. But I mean, you know, in Islam, we pray five times a day or depending on the sect, it's still five prayers, but they do it three times a day. And so this family would stop places. And in Egypt, it's primarily, you know, the majority of the people there are either Coptic Christian or or, or Muslim Mm -hmm. for the most part is the majority. So they have places where people can stop to pray. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you would see him praying with this family, but he would do like his own Christian prayer, but he would stop and pray with them, which I thought was beautiful. And I could see that he, he was struggling with (laughs) that because it's like he was, he was moved and touched, you know, to my point about people with spirit, that's spirituality, that's spirituality. You're moved and touched because spirit recognized spirit, right? Good recognizes good you know, whatever name you want to call it. Like if you want to say God's light shines through me, light attracts light. It's going to, you're going to connect with this person. And he, he was experiencing that. Like he was like their dedication, their commitment, their discipline, all for God. Like it was difficult for him, but because it's been so ingrained in him that this is the way it has to be, yeah, he was really go. struggling with it. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, you know, that's going to win because if he lets go of that, his whole belief system collapses. Right. Right. And so when you have that level of arrogance or self-righteousness or view or dogmatic 
narrow visioned view mm-hmm. and you give it to someone of power that's where we have these problems yeah right that's where you feel okay going into a, a continent like africa mm-hmm. and stealing people who you don't even know what their faiths are right some were muslim some were not some were tribal had their own faiths mm-hmm. and and whatnot you know you you kidnap them or you go there and you basically force them to go with your ways right like your faith your clothing because you don't agree with them because they're not doing it the way you do Mm -hmm. um i i I do believe that a lot of those missionaries were well-intended i do believe that they really believed that they were going and saving people i do believe that some of you know the missionaries who were here forcing natives to to learn about christianity and denounce their own heritage and culture i do believe that a lot of them really believed that they were doing god's work and that's so dangerous yeah i i don't i can't i can't disagree with you because i'm not in their heads but i can but i can say this on a from a personal level uh, the Spanish that did that to the natives, right? There are a lot of stories about them dumping them in missionary places, stripping mm-hmm. them of their culture, but they were wildly abusive to yeah. them. There was child molestation. There was child rape. Yeah. There was rape of women. Mm-hmm. There were beatings. There were. So uh, m- my question is always this. Can you believe something to the point where you would do something to another human that you would never wish on yourself? Yeah, and if you're and can you driven. can you still be well intentioned if you are beating an eight year old and forcing them to 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 quote scripture? You know what I mean? I like, believe that you can believe it. So and that's why right? that's what I'm saying. Like I, because I it's happening, and that's why I'm saying I can't completely disagree with you. But when we talk about the dangers of religion, uh-huh. this is what we're talking yeah. about. When you can strip someone's humanity to a point yeah. where they would do. They will they will commit atrocities yeah. and say that it is for religion. But here's the thing, though: uh-huh. the concept that you talked about earlier, which I love so much, was the peasant wasn't taught how to read mm-hmm. because if you learn the doctrine, then you can combat the doctrine that's being enforced mm-hmm. on you because you can counter that by saying, "Hey, I thought." God said the meek will inherit the earth. I thought he said we should share. I thought he said, right. don't kill my brother. I thought he right. said all these different things, but that's not what you're doing to me. Miseducation right. keeps people If they knew uninformed. what Jesus was really like. Right, exactly. Like, it's just like you're there's not. There's no way. There's no way that they could, that they would harm anybody. Correct. Right? Like even, even with Muslims who claim to believe in Jesus as a prophet, right? As yeah. one of a very one holy of prophets, yeah. prophet. Like, if you are supposed to be following these people, right? There's no way that you would do that, right? So that At all. that brings me to my larger question, mm-hmm. which is not about religion, mm-hmm. but about the power of man. And what I mean by that is this: it was profitable mm-hmm. for the Americas to be colonized. Yeah. It was profitable for them to convert the native mm-hmm. to Catholicism. Yeah. It was profitable Absolutely. to bring the African over and convert them as well. So part of it is not just the religious aspect and the arrogance right. that comes from that, 
but for the people that make the decisions for what's taught, what's in canon, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, are they even spiritual? I would or say is no. this or, right or, or I would and, say and, no. and that's and that's what I'm getting to. That's what are, I'm getting to. They are weaponizing Ex and religion. That's what I'm to. Yes. You know, just like Amy Cooper was weaponizing the cops. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's that I'm going to weaponize this and I'm going to use people who I know are religious and spiritual. And when you're, when you're indoctrinated from a very young age that this is what you have to believe in, whatever your faith is, yeah. this is it or you're going to go to hell, it's very difficult to break that. Like I bring up my, you know... I don't even want to talk about him, but like <laughs> certain people <laughs> that I've known or in, interacted with who were indoctrinated into yeah. believing like, you know, this sect of your religion is for me in this context, it, Islam, like if this, this way of practicing Islam is the only way of practicing Islam yeah. and those other Muslims are just watered down like they're not good <laughs> right it, it does yeah. the same thing it does the same but thing. when you're in when it's indoctrinated in your head that this is the way it is and you have people where this has been signed there have been research about this but they're saying that dogmatic belief systems are is actually like genetic Right, mm. so you're in. There are certain people who are genetically, oh, just wired. Once you wired brainwash them, they're they're to, they're the to best be soldier. dogmatic. Yeah, yeah, they're they're it's the best. It's genetic, soldier. like it's yeah. an illness, like, and you see that, right? Because yeah. you, we've had conversations with people who cannot understand facts. Yeah, true. Right, they they they're dumb, deaf, and blind. It's like I can't even understand how you're functioning as a person. You're. Yeah. It's a, it's a genetic disorder, right? Yeah. According no, to those studies. Yeah. But when they weaponize religion and they they take people who have been raised to believe that this is what it is, even if they in their hearts are like just like that example from the documentary, even if they're in their hearts they're like wait, I I feel this yeah. This is, doesn't feel right, or I, I this yeah. feels beautiful. Like I, I, I'm being drawn to this, but it's not aligned with my faith. They may not speak up because it's like treason, right? Yeah. It's like I'm denouncing, my, I'm questioning God. You're not allowed to question God. Yeah. Right. Like one thing I used to hear when I would go to church, which which really bothered me, was to believe with the faith of a child. Yeah. Like to to, to believe without question. And that's, that's dangerous. very dangerous because that's not the intent of what that means, right? No. The intent of believing without question is more aligned with, you know, believing that God is taking care of you, that God is your protector, that you have this ever beautiful, amazing force or energy that's always looking out for your best interest and believe in that without question, not believe in you as a human and what you're right. doing without question right. or what this Humans leader told me to do without question don't tell me to hear and obey, right? Yeah. It's it's those types of things. And then we see, you know, black people were stripped of it. Yeah. Right? And then what do they do? They create imagery that reflects them, yeah. the leaders, to ingrain in us that Jesus was not dark-skinned, you know, and especially in older pictures, like newer pictures, he's getting a little bit more 
uh, tan, (laughs) (laughs) but like in very older pictures, he was blonde. He had light hair. He was like complected. It's always surrounded by white people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> La- know, so Last Supper was all, the, yeah, it was all, yeah. The angels no. were all white. Everyone yeah, was white. Yeah. Even though this is a very, you know, North African, Middle Eastern uh, story. Yeah. When you start to ingrain that in people, it that's where the white supremacy starts to come into play, right? Mm-hmm. This is, whiteness is aligned with godliness. Yes. Right, because you're right. All all the angels are white, and it doesn't say that in Revelation chapter one, verse fourteen and fifteen. I encourage everyone to read it and weep. But to your point, I, I agree with that. And it's funny. My dad used to tell me a story when he started working in Oakland. As you mentioned, you know, black folks are all into the church. Um, majority of us all, you know, that's just yeah. you know how we were raised. Right, this country is founded on it to some degree. So yeah. He, he went, you know, he met some employee there and a woman said, you know, hey, are you are you Christian? And he said, yes. He said, what you know, what's the denomination of the church you go to? Yeah. He said, Church of God in Christ. He said, oh, you going to hell. I'm Baptist. Oh, so wow. even within that. And, yeah. and my question has always been, well, if we say if people of any religion say that they are saving someone through violence, Mm-hmm. through torture, right. through rape, through murder, through slavery, through whatever means. Mm-hmm. My question is always, would your prophet do that? Right. Would prophet Muhammad have been actively beating Native American children and forcing his beliefs down their throat literally? Would he have right. killed them for not believing? Right. Would he have killed the men and the women for not believing? Right. Would Jesus have a plantation right. with slaves on it and be beating them for not picking their quota of cotton? Right. That's that's all I want to know. Right. right. If, they, if, if, right. They, if that's what we're saying, right. when we look at all religious texts right. and doctrine for any religion, let's right. Hindu, whatever you choose, right. is that what your spiritual leader would actually do? Right. And if he would, was he really aligned with God? Right. <laughs> Is that Correct. really godly? Right. Because in any faith you go into, you know, God, godliness is always about being compassionate, being God is the most merciful. God knows all, hears all. You know, we're told not to judge. You judge lot, not, yes, leave me deep. I can't even judge. Heebie-jeebies. So, yeah. Vengeance is mine, saith the right. Lord. There's, there's or all... you, you'll be judged by the same yardstick you judge others. Correct. Things like that, where yeah. it's like, when you have that arrogance of, I'm going to heaven, so I don't have to worry about anything, where is my motivation to be a good person? Where is my right. accountability? And that's really where the danger comes from. And I think that's why we see a lot of what we're seeing today yeah wherever you go in the world where yeah, wherever you go you yeah. have one group i mean there you know there's muslim people being held in internment camps in china right now mm. right like you know we don't even have to talk about the atrocities of isis and yeah and you know yeah. things like that or the kkk and Religious zealot, there are every zealot is everywhere. applies to everywhere and everywhere. Everyone. Whatever it doesn't yeah. even have to be religious. It just yeah. has to be that belief that I'm better than you or I know better, and then you combine that with greed and power, and then it becomes 
And this is one of the things that fe- that feeds into it, and that and that's why I kind of got at that question of, you know, even even for those, and I'm going to touch on the the atheist side of it. Yeah. If you listen to some of the atheists that have conversations um, about certain things, and I encourage people to, I mean, I I encourage people to listen to mm-hmm. some of these conversations mm-hmm. from some of the the more premier thinkers that are, that are atheists, like Richard Dawkins and folks like that, is simply because they do a good job of questioning even the religious folks, right? By number one, dating things, yeah, right? By saying, well, when did this even come about? Yeah. Number one, yeah. where where were the where were the consistencies or inconsistencies mm-hmm. related to monotheism versus polytheism, which predates monotheism, mm-hmm. right? How do these things come up? Where does man seek, where does man or woman seek their knowledge from, you know, trying to figure out why am I here? What am I doing here? Why was I put on this earth? What am I here for? And again, when we talk about things, you know, like, for example, the resurrection story, which, you know, we're familiar with, which I'm familiar with from ancient Egypt, Isis, Osiris, and Horus, right? He was cut up in 13 pieces and he was put back together, right? That's a resurrection story. Right. Every major religion has a resurrection story. So yeah, even, even Zoroastrian, which is claimed to be the first real monotheistic religion. Exactly. So it's like so the question then becomes: Every time you say I'm right, yeah, you have other people. Right? I think there's 13 total in all major, you know, resurrections or return to life stories. Yeah, you have 12 other people that can say. Oh, we have the same thing in our same religion story. and it's the same story. And then yeah. you find commonalities and stories yeah. like with the Quran and the Bible, right? You find floods, you find, you, you find these similar names and yeah. similar things. Yeah. And it's like, okay, even if you believe that yours is the only way, yeah, you have to give credence and right to those that believe their way is the only way. But the main thing is to your point is because we talked about, divisiveness when it came to celebrating holidays uh-huh. this flows into it because that young man who was christian was sitting next to someone who was muslim and uh-huh. recognized that guess what you're doing the same thing yeah you have the same spirituality the same experience and that flows and into wanting yeah. the same i want my kid to be healthy and educated <gasps> i want health care for myself and that person does too <gasps> Uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, you get into this piece where like, wait a minute, like we all, we want, all want the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. So what, why does it make a difference how we get there? Why does it make a difference if, if an, I have a hijab on and you don't? That what does Why it, does it matter? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Makes no difference to you me. You wear a tie, that guy wears an abba. Like, why does it matter? Does it is matter? Exactly. It's, and you're not infringing upon me. You're not getting in my way. Right. You pull out your rug, you lay it down, you pray five times a day at work. What does that I have get to on do? My knees, I pray, what does that I have to do with me? Pray, what meditate. does that have to? If I'm in the same office, what does that have to do with right, me? Right. We are both headed in the same direction. The only thing that I care about is that you treat me as a person. That's it. I don't care about anything else, right? Because it doesn't matter what you believe in. And I know people will have a problem with that, but yeah. guess what? People were Christians, and I'm here. My forefathers are here, and got got jack boot stomp for 500 years. So right. it. I would have rather been someplace else with somebody who was an atheist or had a different dogma mm-hmm. that treated me better. Right. I don't absolutely. care nothing about 
Christianity. I don't care. I just care about how you treat me. And if Absolutely. we, if you treat me the best way possible and I treat you the best way possible, mm-hmm. the religious aspect should not matter. But right. that the uh, getting into the, the part about the only way it's very, it's a very slippery slope because right. depending on, and here's the other piece of it, which I know people are going to be pissed off about. Guess what? If I was born in Iran, I would have a different belief system. Absolutely. If I was born in India, I'd have a, you are a function of where you were born. Absolutely. Like when it comes to now, granted, you know, with, with the internet and more knowledge and people reading and people are are deciding to choose different avenues and go different ways and whatever. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, and even still to some degree to this day, depending on where you are, where depending on what you believe, you have to believe or get beat down, which is still exists in some places. Guess what? You're Christian because you were born here. Right. You're 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 Hindu because you were born there. Right. You're Muslim because you were born. Right. So it's not even if you really think about it, it's not even really choice. <laughs> not at the first. Absolutely. Well, yeah. If you grew up in a religious household, I did not. So I was lucky in the sense that my parents did not force me to believe in anything. They were just like, we're just going to live and be nice and have fun. So I was very lucky in that regard growing up. I didn't have those pressures on me. I did have cultural things, right, that that you have. Everyone has their little stuff. But but yeah, like if you were raised in a country or, or, you know, I bring up my ex-husband, but like he was raised in a specific environment that led him to believe specific things. And specific, this is how people are supposed to be. And it was very, very, very difficult to get him to be open to other ways. Even though he knew in his heart, and when you talk to him, he would be that way. But because of the way it was ingrained in him, that you would be disowned. You would no longer be part of this community if you don't agree kind of stuff. That it was, there was a lot of fear in losing his family and friends yeah. and community because of that. And and that's and that's true when people talk about, that's true divisiveness. Yeah. Divisiveness is not saying, hey... I believe the only way to get to God is through Jesus. And that's just what I believe. Divisiveness is saying, if you don't believe in God, if don't go through Jesus mm-hmm. to get to God, you're going to hell. And by virtue of that, I don't have to respect you as a human being. That's that divisive. That latter part is is where That's divisive. Lose. But it, it, it starts with... The this the is belief, the only way, the right? Only because way. if if you don't believe right. that, then I don't have a reason right. and not to all treat Christians you. Believe well, that. No, no, I, absolutely right? not. And De- that's, definitely and that's not. the irony of it, right? Yeah, that's the irony of it. That it's not even a consistent view. No, throughout the faith. No, right? It's, it's not. not a consistent fact. No, for the faith. Yep. Right. And we see that in a lot of faiths. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I see wildly all, inconsistent. Right. You know, and even in Islam, there are people who want to say oh if you're a non-believer we get to kill you and right exactly but exactly. then you know you read the quran and it says the opposite like you know what i mean yeah. like it's like it's just that it's that dogmatic faith belief that we have that causes all of these and yeah. i really believe in order for us to dismantle supremacy and you know especially in the united states the church has to be involved they yeah. have to be more vocal. I mean, about well, they were their... they were involved in setting it up. So, it, it, but it was it, again, again, it's profitable. People have joked the Vatican has more money than God. 
Yeah. The, it. I mean, it's a I, you can't, business. you can't, the, the question for me is always, how can you trust a man or a woman to be at the height of spirituality when they are given the feelings and desires of a human being? That's a difficult thing to do. If you believe that you have a spirit on the inside, cool, no problem. But guess what? Guess what you're, you function on a daily basis? Pieces of your brain. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Your humanity. Not your spirit. You function on your humanity. The Sleeping, Mm -hmm. eating, reproducing, fight or flight. Right. Those are, and you can train centers of the brain to do specific things. So how are we spiritual? But at the same time, we're reliant upon our human interactions and definitions and perceptions and those sorts of things. So I would challenge it even from that perspective. And and like you said, everyone has different stories. You pointed out in the Bible, which is interesting that they adopted a lot of the pagan stuff in order to push forward. And even when people talk about that, I'm like, just do a bit of research, right? That's, that's all I'm asking. I know people have a problem with this, but I'm going to say it anyway. It is what it is. Moses was responsible for the Ten Commandments, right? Said he went to Mount yeah. Sinai, right, and burning bush, and he had Ten Commandments. Yeah. Here's an interesting historical fact. Moses, in, in the Bible itself, uh-huh. how did Moses, where was Moses raised? In Pharaoh's temple. Why? Because he was sent down the river. Right. Was he not? He was raised inside the Egyptian temple. Was he not? Yes, he was. That's fact that's in the that's Bible. Fact, yeah. So here's other facts. In, in ancient Egypt during that time, in order to be an advisor to the pharaohs, to be a religious priest, you had to study for 40 years. 40? 40. Okay. Four zero years. Here's another interesting fact. If you actually look at ancient Egypt, their text, there are 42 negative confessions. Mm-hmm. These are the laws that the Egyptians were supposed to live by based on the belief in Ma'at, M-A-A-T. Mm-hmm. Right? Of those 42 negative confessions, Mm -hmm. the 10 that Moses came down the mountaintop with are included. They predate Moses. Mm -hmm. They predate Mount Sinai. They predate the burning bush. Mm -hmm. He was raised. So is it a coincidence that the person that was raised in Pharaoh's temple next to Pharaoh and his priests came left and all of a sudden had 10 rules that were already being taught in ancient Egypt thousands of years prior. Mm -hmm. Again, do some research. And again, it's not to point fingers, it's not to blame. It's simply to say there are things, history and religion are as one. You're changing the name of the same thing. Mm -hmm. There are reasons why certain things look, feel, and sound the same. There's a reason why there's 13 resurrection stories, right? There's a reason why the Quran and the Bible have a lot of the same stories. Understand where that comes from. And again, we as people need to think about what we are being told and what we are being taught and understand why is it being done? Why were the natives subjugated in the Americas? For what reason? Does the Bible teach rape, pillage, and plunder? Would Jesus have come over and done? No. No So why was it? It was on someone else's agenda. So think for yourself. And like that young man that, that went to Ethiopia recognize spirit Egypt sorry recognize spirituality when you see it because that is the tie that binds not someone telling you oh if that person doesn't believe in Jesus hit him over the head if that person doesn't believe in the prophet cut their head off right that no 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 the tie that binds the spirituality that exists in 
all of us, I'll say that loosely, all of us, <laughs> right? That is a tie that bind. And when yeah. you are with someone who practices that faith and it actually exudes spirituality and goodness mm-hmm. from their core, it's very different from being around someone who claims to be religious, who does not exude that same thing. Right. So I would encourage people, read, yeah, educate yourself, and focus on spirituality more than you do what did the letter of the law say exactly in this book? Right. And do I believe that Jonah survived in a whale's mouth? In context of the Bible, and I'm going to say this because the Quran, Islam consider, considers itself the completion of the three mono Abrahamic religions. So we say Judaism, Christianity, then Islam. Mm-hmm. So Islam, the Quran actually re- references the Old and New Testaments yes. as like, remember when Moses, yep. remember when Jonah, remember yep. Jesus, remember Mary, remember, right. you know, so it's, but when you read the Bible, you know, a lot of it is just oral narrative, yep. actually documented hundred plus years after the death of Christ. Yep. So it was all perspectives mm-hmm. of, of what, of an incident, mm-hmm. right? And it's all said in a way where it's it's not fact based, it's basically written in a way for you to get the gist, mm-hmm. for you to understand this is what was happening. It's not to be taken literally, mm-hmm. right? This is what was happening, and this is the story that we you know this is the what you we want you to learn. This is a lesson to be learned from it, right? And when we take books like that, and we say this is the word of God without understanding how it originated with even with the quran like muslims will say the quran is the word of god because of one the way that it's written uh if you read it it'll be almost like god is telling you something right but there are things in there where it's it is very specific to that time yes right that you have to know that context of that time you know even with polygamy or things like that it's like you have to understand the context of it. Yeah. Why did polygamy all of a sudden become okay? Right. What was going on in the world? They were yes. at war. Women were being attacked. Yes, 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 Why yes. did they start wearing hijab? Well, Muslim women were being attacked, so they were told to wear a scarf to, to cover their bosoms because a lot of them just walked freely. To cover their bosoms is as a symbol of I'm with this tribe. Yeah. Right. As I submit to my creator and I'm part of this tribe, so I'm protected. Yep. Right. So there's a lot of historical context. History and religion are one and the you same. You have to understand <laughs> before same. you can sit there and say, make any claims. And when you do understand and you see the different perspectives and you see the different things, then you start to realize that not only I don't know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. my knowledge is like a dot mm-hmm. in the infinite amount of right. information that's out right. there but it also makes you realize that it's not that serious yeah like it, i don't have to be so vested in it mm-hmm. like if i just let go of that need to be right of that need to be on top and 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 understand that in every book, we're all told that God is most merciful. Like every chapter, I think except for one in the Quran, starts with, in the name of God, the most merciful, the most gracious, yeah. right? We have 99 names for him and all of them are, most of them are about his grace and <laughs> right. mercy, right? right. If, and we do the opposite And we humans. do the complete opposite. Yet yeah. we're supposed to be 
trying to be like him. No. Or her. Or... <laughs> that, but that's the, that's the, hum, that's the human brain are. getting in front of spirituality. And we want, we desire, we want more, need more, more gold, right. more camels, more cars, more shoes. It, more it's camels. all that. More camels. <laughs> I, I, I had to be specific to the time. And, and, we're, and for this one, we're just talking about two regions, right? Yeah. We're not even talking about the other side of the world. What did no. the Incas and the Mayas and the Olmecs believe in? Right. Right. With right. their with their celestial. What did the ancient Egyptians talk about? Right. right? So it, it's uh, you know, I'm with you on this one. It, it is we are doing ourselves a disservice. And yeah. at the end of the day, man wrote the book. No matter what book you're talking about, yeah. I don't care what, what text. If it came off a wall or a book. Man wrote it. Man can, wrote it. Man is interpreting it. Man, man is, is enforcing it. Exactly. And knows. And if you go into any religion or even history, when you look at history, even history is written in different ways. Yeah, for different absolutely. To serve, absolutely. Right. It's it's, you know, the Islam that they practice in Iran is different than in Saudi Arabia. And even in, within there, there's different micro uh, groups of practicing differently depending on how individuals are interpreting it and a lot of times it is corrupted by their own desires it's yes. modified to appease what that person who is wanting to do it needs so if that person is not aligned with spirit we're doomed yeah no i, I we have what we have now right like, yeah 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 no no you're yeah you're, you're people right killing in the name of god People, you know, oppressing because they know better. People right. stripping people of their culture, their names, their history. I mean, we talk about and it a lot. Like, black people's history has been erased. Yeah. Right? Because they don't want you to know how powerful you were. They don't want you to know that you came from royalty. You had communities. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't want you to know what your existence was like. Yeah. No, right? I agree. And they, and they talk about you know, like divine inspiration and those sorts of things. And it's just like, you know, for me, it's like you weren't there and I wasn't there. And right. this is a big ass game of telephone. And I don't know if people <laughs> remember this, but when you were in grade school, you were in kindergarten, the first grade right. and they sat everybody in a circle and they said one person, you start a phrase yeah. and let's see what it turns into by the time it gets around the circle. This is in one classroom right. within 30 seconds. Right. And the, per the first person says, I went to see my mother. By the time it goes around 12 kids, it says, I have a camel with a broken foot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's 30 <laughs> seconds in a classroom. Yeah. What happens over thousands of years? Absolutely. What happens? So unless it falls out of the sky. Yeah. You can say it was inspired. Yeah. Right? Which could simply mean, oh, I, had, I felt the desire to write. Right. That's inspiration. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean somebody was speaking through me and they like to say they were speaking through me as well too. Right, but right. Because I, I listen, know like Islam, it'll say like the, the angel Gabriel was speaking through Muhammad, peace be upon him. But at the same, let's say he was, but again, telephone, <laughs> right? Like, like that was so long ago. That was ago. so long ago. How that many? so long yeah, ago. It's, 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 and there may be truth. There's definitely truth and beauty in the stories. Right. There's definitely truth and beauty and lessons to be learned and values. However, you can't take it as black and white. No. You got to be it's dangerous. You got to be mindful and thoughtful and really connect to spirit in order to get it. So, you know, in order for us to progress as a society, 
we have to start looking at the bigger picture. We have to start looking at understanding and being more compassionate and being patient with other people and embracing other people and letting people get close to us so that we can better understand and unite so that we can get rid of all of this supremacy throughout the world. Get rid of, get rid of our own ego. Yeah. Cause that's the only thing that's the only, it doesn't serve anyone. I was raised Christian. You're Muslim. Mm -hmm. What you do has, it does, it has no bearing on my life. Right. And the only reason, and, and the only reason why it would, is if my ego was so big and my arrogance was so large that I felt like the fact that you prayed five times somehow messes with my life. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. So narcissistic, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just like I'm focused absolutely. on myself to where something you do in the privacy right. of your own home, or even it if I you. even if I come visit and you get in the room and you say, "Hey, excuse me, I gotta go pray," and I'm offended by that, or like I'm not gonna drink. That bothers people sometimes. Like you're not gonna drink or you're not gonna eat pork. Oh my god! It's like yeah. What's, why does why does it matter? What, like yeah. why must I get drunk with you? <laughs> yeah, people people need to do a better job of 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 getting in touch with their true selves and their humanity and their humanity because we're all human beings. We're and we all have, human, and beings. we have to live here together whether we want to or not. That's right. I barely tolerate you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening for on another episode of We're Not So Different. Please give us an email if you have any feedback or would like us to cover any other topics. Check out all of our episodes on www.wnsdifferent.com. You can email us at wnsdifferent at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media with the user handle at wnsdifferent. Thank you for joining us. Please share and send us your reviews. We'd love to hear your feedback.